Hey guys, welcome back to Spill the V. I am your host, Lauren Steinberg. This week we're sitting down with Samantha Schoenberg, a young female talent agent at a top LA agency. I've personally known Sam for about a decade. She and I met my freshman year of college, so she knows the fun Lauren. And then I got my first job out of college and she worked at the same company as me. So we have some fun stories. Um, She currently has distinguished herself by representing some of the most talented and well-known influencers that I love across Instagram and YouTube. So let's get to know Sam. So I'm here with Samantha Schoenberg, and I am so excited. So I've been friends with Sam for a very long time. Um, We actually became friends because she was my freshman year roommate's big. Um, So shout out to Maritza for that. And we've just stayed really close throughout the years. My first job out of college, we worked together. Um, So we'll talk a little bit about that. But she's an incredible woman, and I'm so excited to have her here. Thanks for having me. Hi, Sam. (laughs) Hi, Lauren. (laughs) So we'll keep this super conversational. I feel like you've just accomplished so much in such a short period of time, and that's just so exciting to me. I love seeing females just, like, kicking butt. Um, So we'll just start with telling everyone a little bit about yourself, um, where you're from, what you do. Um, I know, you know, you're an agent, so just kind of breaking it down for people who may not be familiar with what an agent is or you know Hollywood in general yeah definitely um so I'm from LA grew up right here in Beverly Hills went to Chapman with you so not far never really branched out too much um mostly because I knew I was going to end up in entertainment and didn't want to go too far away um and yeah so I went to Chapman studied film there like you said we worked together at our first jobs which was, I was one year ahead of you there. Um, but that was another agency, and it was a great time. I have I walked away with a ton of friends and a lot of really good experiences. Oh, the friends. Man, <laughs> Sam and yeah. I had some good times there. I feel like your first job out of college is like, I felt like it was like a sorority fraternity. It really, it's like the grad school of entertainment working at an agency. I've never gone out so much in my life. It, I know. I still do it. Oh, it's I know. I'm like, such a great one now. <laughs> I, I, I've had to tone it down in a little bit because, I mean, it's it's nice. You're all kind of like, a lot of people have seen the Entourage episodes and poor Lloyd being yelled at, and it's like, that was kind of real. Us. But like, that was us. <laughs> that, was, that was us, but it wasn't funny because it was our real lives. <laughs> um But yeah, so we worked, or you know, I was there with you for a while, then I left and went to another agency where I'm at now, which is UTA, United Talent Agency. Um, And yeah, I started as an assistant here um, at UTA about two and a half years ago, and then got promoted pretty quickly. There was an opening in my department for a coordinator position, and I happened to be the assistant at the time that had the most experience, and I had really like put my head down when I first came over to UTA and I was like, I'm just gonna give this one more shot in an agency. Um, I knew I had wanted to be an agent, but I was like, this torture <laughs> can, as a living as an assistant can only last so long. Um, I was like, I'm gonna do this one more time, put my head down, worked really hard. Thankfully I got promoted um, to the coordinator. And it, so each department at an agency has usually between one to two coordinators they pick from the assistants that are working there and they promote someone and then eventually get promoted to agent so I was recently promoted to agent yay that's so (laughs) exciting and how old are you I'm 27 so guys 27 years old an agent 
Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> I'm so excited. No, when I saw that announced, I, I like went nuts in my head. You so Aww, deserve it. You're so nice. It's so exciting. So that's a huge, huge accomplishment. Um, but tell us like a little bit about your background. So like yeah. I know your mom's an entrepreneur. Yeah. And I know you kind of come from a family of women, which is exciting. Yeah. So kind of talk a little bit about that and like how you knew you wanted to be in Hollywood because that's yeah. something I didn't know about you. Yeah. So I, like I said, grew up in Beverly Hills. Um, and everybody's family seemed to be in entertainment and mine really wasn't Um, my mom was in or my mom still is in fashion um, which is awesome and a super cool industry in itself and you know I'm sure there's tons of people that also want to work in the fashion industry it just wasn't for me Um, and I always thought entertainment was so cool and I had so many friends who had parents in the industry so it kind of just made me like my eyes were always set on doing that and I felt like you know I loved watching TV I loved watching movies which is funny because now I don't watch any of them <laughs> but like you know I, um, I I thought that would be the perfect path for me to go down um, and yeah I have three sisters so I mean like and it's funny because all I'm the only one that actually ended, ended up in entertainment so well, that's crazy yeah it's it's weird one's a nurse one's a teacher and the other one's working for my, for my mom more on the social media side of it all but um but yeah so very different um I guess I kind of decided I wanted to I don't know if I ever decided I just kind of like I, I always thought I was going to be a director and mm. which is why I decided to go to Chapman um I thought you know that was what I wanted to do and then quickly realized once I got to Chapman and I was in the film school there that there were just so many other people that were way more excited and passionate about it than I was and it takes so much love and dedication and I had that but not enough and so um yeah I ended up interning at a few production companies loved it but they all said you know you have to start an a- not you have to but the they recommended start an agency you can get any job you want after that you know in entertainment and so I was like well what if I just stayed at an agency and then you know there was internal conflict and what uh, whether I stay or <laughs> for a long time but I'm very happy that I stayed I feel like it's super helpful for women and just people in general to understand why it's so important to be passionate about what you're doing yeah. Um, cause I quickly learned that too. Like I was a journalism major in college. Yeah. I thought I was going to be like work at the New York times. And then you just quickly realize that like you have to wake up every single day and go do that same yeah. job every single day. And it's, if it's not something you love, then it, it's so hard. I mean like myself and that was the thing. I, I really loved the idea of being a director and like being on sets. And I thought, Oh it God, would being be on so, sets. Oh my God. I mean, like I, <laughs> it was really fun the first few times. And then I was like, I'm over this. These 12 hour night shifts are so hard, horrible. And I haven't slept in what feels like weeks. Um, but, and I also, I was like, I can't really have a social life when I was doing, you know, on set in college and when I was interning and that was really important for me too. It was oh, like same. to have love a good social life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like, you know, I loved the people that I was working with on sets, but like I wanted to hang out with my friends and, you know, be active on the weekends and all that kind of stuff. So it didn't really allow for me to have that and like you said I just wasn't as passionate about it as other people were and even at where we you know at ICM where we used to work I I was in three departments there I was in talent um their digital department and then 
um, which is a little bit different, or at least at the time was structured a little differently than my digital department here at UTA. And then um, their version of like the marketing department. And I kind of sat in the marketing department of it all. And like with each of those departments, I went in thinking, this is it. This is for me. I love this. Like I'm going to be so good at this. And I like would almost kind of lie to myself being like, you really, you enjoy what you're doing. You really do. And it wasn't until I ended up working for my um, boss at UTA that when I was her assistant that I realized like, this is so obvious. I love watching YouTube videos. That's what I watch more now than TV and movies. Like it's how I learned to do my makeup. It's how I learned to, you know, what to buy from stores and, you know, how to achieve whatever it is I'm trying to achieve that week or whatever. Um, so it was a, it it came in a moment where I really just needed some insight as to what I was going to do with my life. And it was a the perfect timing and I'm super happy that I ended up in this department because it truly is the perfect department for me and it's also kind of a combination of all the things I'd been doing at ICM which is working with talent um, with brands and in the digital department so all three of the departments I'd been at at ICM helped you know me get to where I am today at UTA and and I don't know if I ever explained it but I work with digital talent so mostly talent that is native to YouTube um some instagram um but mostly people who have a combination of the both oh i love youtube i watch youtube every night it sucks up a lot of my life it i mean it's a black hole i could watch for hours i know i have some (laughs) favorite uh youtubers that sam actually represents oh yeah (laughs) so but yeah so i always uh, pick her brain on those but i think what was super interesting that you talked about was first of all like the internships and then second of all how often you bounced around because I feel like for a lot of young women in college you know they don't understand the importance of an internship and what you can get out of that it sounds like you got out of that oh I should start an agency which is kind of what led to your career Mm -hmm. and then you know just bouncing around can be kind of hard I had I think three different jobs in like two and a half years which is kind of crazy so just like how did you get the confidence to bounce from like one department to the next or how did you ask your boss like hey I don't think I'm super passionate about this like how do I get to that next department yeah I mean it was hard because with each I'm somebody who doesn't really like change oh same (laughs) it's like I I think my parents growing up always told me you kind of pick one thing you stick to that and you do it you figure out how to do it really well and you know you work hard and climb the ladder in that lane that you've chosen and so every time I switched I was like oh gosh I have to start from square one and it wasn't totally starting from square one because I had I was it was within an agency but it was a new department each time and I remember actually at ICM there's this panel that you have to go through to get accepted into their agency agent training program (laughs) yeah I did it was (laughs) I I did not I actually didn't get accepted which is very funny yeah that's actually a really good lesson though like yeah that look at who ended up as an agent at 27 exactly I was like and I remember it was a whole political internal politics over there that kind of just like you know for whatever reason it just didn't work out for me over there but like they told me one part of the reason I didn't get accepted was because that I had bounced around from talent digital and marketing 
even though I had been pulled actually from one of those departments to go work for another agent in another department because he recognized how good of a job I was doing, you know. And so it was just like none of it really made sense to me. And um, I guess like and, and truthfully, I was really lost, like thinking like I've been in three different departments. What am I doing? And like I knew all of it was really good experience. But um, like I said, I just kind of like I'm going to give it one more chance at another agency I'm gonna see how this goes I'm gonna put my head down I'm not gonna get distracted by anything else and thankfully like really fortunately it was such a nice little you know kind of came full circle because like I said I ended up in a department that literally combined the three departments I was in at ICM and so yeah and I was like well you know what yeah for you that could have been that was an issue that I moved around for me it really worked out and helped me and I think also when I see some of the younger assistants now a lot of them, um, you know, kind of have the – a lot of them start in a department think I have to keep my eyes on the prize. I'm going to stay in this department. And I think that's great if you're really – if you've made the connections, if you're doing really well for yourself in that department, stay there, keep doing your thing and, you know, whatever. But for those who are kind of feeling a little bit lost, I don't think moving around is a bad thing. I have so much perspective when it comes to – uh, what I do like I know how the talent department sends out auditions I know it when I see those emails when I see audition emails come in for my clients I know what they are I know what the process is behind it because I had the experience at another in another department and especially with my talent they want to do everything. everything yeah and I have to know a little bit about everything and if I didn't know a little bit about you know, at least the three other departments I was in, I'd be very lost. No, I think that's awesome. Um, yeah, so it really, like, all came to – it's hard to see it in the moment, but, um, you know, it, it it all comes – it all works out the way it's supposed to. Um, so I know that when you started at UTA, you worked for a female. Mm-hmm. Do you think that working for a female kind of gave you more opportunities in Hollywood? Like, have you experienced any sort of – I won't call it, like, sexism in the mm-hmm. workplace, but just, like – you know, women supporting women in the workplace, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think I've like, I think I was just really, I don't know if it, it opened up more opportunities, but it was very, I had worked for three men at ICM and like, I didn't think anything of it. Like, I think I was just so naive. I didn't realize that, you know, being a woman in an entertainment, in, the, in, in entertainment or in any industry, that it came with its challenges is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Um, so when I worked for my boss at UTA, I kind of was like, oh, this is a nice change of pace. <laughs> and like, and it's funny because I grew up with three sisters. Like being around women is very natural to me. I didn't really have a ton of guy friends growing up. I And I always say this. I'm like, I didn't know how to talk to guys until I was probably like 18 years old. Like I just didn't know like how to have a conversation. I still don't know how to talk I to mean, men, I mean, I don't either. <laughs> they don't get like, me. hey, dude, <laughs> what's up? It's so... That's why I've been in a relationship for seven years because <laughs> me dating would not be cute. It's just like, you know, I, I don't really know. I, our humor is very different. Mine is very, like, you know, the it's just so different. Like, men and women are so different in great ways. And, but it also comes with challenges, obviously. Um, so it was so nice to finally work for a woman who kind of understood my struggles and kind of, and struggles I didn't even realize I had, you know, like speaking up, sh- you know, sharing what was on my mind and like, saying things that I was always so afraid to say things that weren't 100% correct and you know it was nice to finally have someone who's like no 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 I've I feel the same way I was in your position because none of my bosses 
uh, none of my the male bosses that I work for, all of them were so seemingly so confident. I'm sure that's not the case, but you know, I was like, God, I wish I had the confidence of a man. Like sometimes, I know know. that's crazy. The time, but no, that's that's really important. I don't. I just that's crazy. I worked for three guys in Hollywood as well, so I never worked for a female in Hollywood, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, But while you were working for um, that boss, was there any like piece of advice that kind of stuck with you throughout, you know, getting promoted and now being an agent is, do you have an assistant now? No, not oh, yet. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> they, they're very, um, they, they hold those back from you for a while. I'll, I'll be your they assistant. They make you wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I can um, come be your assistant. <laughs> that'd be fun. We can be each other's assistant. Yeah. But yeah, going back to it, was there like a piece of advice that you got that kind of just helped you throughout getting promoted and becoming that agent yeah I don't know I was thinking about this uh I don't know if there is one piece of advice I think I've gotten a ton of advice um over the years and I think the one that has stood out it was actually nobody even gave me this advice it was like I kind of collectively figured this out or came to this conclusion on my own after I had a series of unfortunate events at the last company um, but it was and, and something I say to people now all the time, especially young assistants is and I have to remind myself of all the time is not to you know, this is not about waiting in line. Like it doesn't matter how senior you are at a company, if you're the most senior depart- assistant in the department or like, you know, if every other assistant is leaving and end of day, you're you, you're the one there that's been there the longest like it doesn't mean that you're going to get promoted and for a long time I kind of operated that way I'd been at ICM for two and a half years and I was like well I've been here for two and a half years I'm well on my way to some kind of a promotion like I I have more experience than any of these assistants and then you know someone comes in who's new and hungry and you know they just they give it their all not that I wasn't I just thought like my experience will trump their kind of way of pushing to the top whatever so yeah I think I had to learn that I had to stand up for myself more brag about myself more kind of like insert myself more um and just figure out new ways to be heard and seen and um because it wasn't it wasn't working for me before when I was just doing I was doing a good job at my job but I wasn't getting recognized. I think for that's it. so important too because I feel like as women in general, like anytime something good happens mm-hmm. or like I don't like to brag about it, I feel so almost hard. like you kind of have to not I'm not embarrassed by yeah. it, but like I sometimes I like turn red and I'm like, oh like you kind yeah. of make it seem like not such a big deal when what happened is actually like a really huge yeah. deal and people should be celebrating it. So I think that that's super interesting. It's I mean, obviously hard. not bragging in a way where you're like a brat. Obnoxious. But about just it, right. you know, like acknowledging that what you've done is something yeah. great and, and you have to I mean like my mom's the worst about it she's super accomplished and if you ask her I mean my mom was born in Cuba moved to Mexico City came here with like $13 and like you know then moved back to Mexico City and then came back she doesn't have a college education but she's built a big business for herself that is you know it, it's super successful and if you ask her about it, she'll be like, nah, it's, it's doing okay. You know, we could yeah. be doing better. I'm like, mom. <laughs> like, I know. That's... You know, she doesn't know. How, and like, I think that kind of just came down to me. And like, it's just. I feel like I that's don't... how it is with our generation. Yeah. But I feel like we're slowly learning, you know, that. I don't know. Like when I get like an 
article I'm like I post it like I feel like it's important to just like yeah I don't know and I really try when something great happens to one of my friends to really like acknowledge it and comment and just like make it a big deal so I think that that's that's really good advice yeah I I really I I like it and I mean also you know just being confident and being yourself it's like things you hear every single day but like confidence like you're talking about dating be confident and be I mean, it's kind of like it's it true. feels it's like true. dating sometimes so I, I walk into meetings and I'm just like this is so uncomfortable <laughs> and like everything I say I feel like it sounds stupid but like you have to be confident you have to be yourself and no one's gonna remember it 10 minutes later you know totally um okay so next question mm-hmm. So I know you kind of talked about a little bit about what you do, but what does like your day to day look like? Yeah, like what exactly do you mm. do? <laughs> it changes every single day, and that's what I love about working with the talent that I work with. Um, they're super creative. It's kind of like working with a mini studio every day, like a different 15, 16 different mini studios or networks or you know whatever you want to call it. But um, it's a usually my day starts with some kind of a staff meeting go in at 9.30, get that done with, whether it be, you know, all UTA or digital or digital talent, whatever it is. Um, And then, honestly, I I really try to, like, I I go to my desk and I do not move for the rest of the day. (laughs) Story of my life. I had to stop drinking water because I was peeing too much. And it, like, really disrupts your flow if you have to go to the bathroom. It so does. I mean, like, even I was sitting, uh, my, the assistant that sits next to me, Kirby, who I actually trained, who's amazing and love her, we all were very similar. And I was like, Kirby, I wish we had a bathroom next to our desk because I – I can't get up and walk around the corner every once an hour. It is throwing me off. I like forget where I am in my emails. What advice do you have for women or people in general who want to be creators? Yeah. Or influencers or I don't know. There's like 10 different words for. Yeah. I mean, it. yeah, you're right. It, there's a, a lot of different words you can use. And I guess, you know, do whatever feels comfortable to you. Um, creators. Yeah. I, uh, I've i kind of switched over. I used to influencer a lot, but now I, I use creators because that's really what they are, and they are influential, um, obviously. Creating too. influential content. There you go. That you That's going to be in a new, like, Forbes article. Creating influential <laughs> content. Influencers. Trademark that here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean <laughs> – I think being specific in what you're trying to create, um, having a point of view, and again, going back to what we spoke about earlier, being passionate. Um, You know, I have clients that have a fraction of the following that some of our largest clients have, and they get more traction from brands and just general meetings of companies that want to meet with them because they have a focus and they have a point of view and a perspective and they're super passionate about it. Um, I think that, you know, kind of seeing what's out there and then seeing where the gaps are and where you can fill them with your expertise. I love that advice. That's really, really good advice, especially since I'm looking to start a YouTube channel. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm just kidding. Queen Bee has a YouTube (laughs) channel, but. That's awesome. Um, I've seen it. And then, so what are your least favorite parts about working in the street and the industry and what's your favorite part? I feel like your favorite part, I see you unboxing a lot of things, which oh, is like my favorite part. I love that. <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> and that was like my bathroom looks like a CVS or a Sephora. Well, really, you know, any point. products you don't want, feel free I, to donate to Lauren. I'm starting I mean, a new skincare routine. You so. and my three sisters. Oh, that's convenient. And that's convenient. all the women I sit with at work. But they they do. I mean, you guys are so generous too with the products that you send to the clients. Oh, yeah, you and have like, to. I mean, and when you, the stuff that you guys send to, and it's so true, you have to be generous. But like, I mean, some people don't get that. And we're always super appreciative. And when they give the clients the chance to try the products but in that you know I've gotten a lot of free products myself which that is, always, is a perk everyone yeah I literally got a giant box of like drunk elephant oh the other I day. love drunk yeah elephant. and I was just like oh I saw you unbox God. that yeah it was it was uh probably one of my favorites that I've gotten so far although like everything I get I'm very happy with um does but, UTA yeah. have good snacks I feel like that's always like a perk too. oh yes yes that was a major difference coming from the other agency I was at because there was no snacks they were like here's some sparkling water to hold you over (laughs) to be honest I don't even use the snacks that often I I I don't use them I I don't eat them that often at work um mostly because I said I don't move from my desk but when I do I love them and they're great so that's super nice I mean like I, I love the company I work at I love UTA it's a great place to be and especially in an industry that's really hard to work in um and agencies can kind of come off as super scary but truly UTA and I'm not just saying this like but it has been an incredible experience I work with amazing people and they really make it kind of an educational experience like I feel like I'm going to class every day That's in, so in cool. a sense I love yeah that. and it's really interesting the, the girls in college are probably like wait what work is college oh my god if I could go back to college high Same. school middle school I would Elementary go back tomorrow today, any oh my god them. on the way to work today I saw a school bus like taking kids to camp and I was like <gasps> tumbleweed like oh I hated gosh. camp but what I would do to go to camp yeah send me back not, not met gala camp <laughs> like tree yeah, tree yeah. camp like uh playing in the sand type of yes. camp um and then least favorite part I think um my least favorite part I think is this the internal politics every company has it every industry has it I hate it so much because I'm just kind of like if I'm good at my job if my clients are happy why else do I have to like who else am I having to impress and I know that it's a super important part of any job but I think it can be very intense in the entertainment business and I'd say that's probably my least favorite I think you know when I get those kinds of comments from my intern you know my colleagues and they kind of like knock you off your horse for a minute there and it's just like just gotta get back gotta get back on (laughs) you ride horses I do so that's a good analogy yeah I know the second I said that I'm like ew (laughs) (laughs) um okay so now the fun part so we opened up our questions to you um to the queen v followers so some People wrote in, and I picked a few questions. (laughs) Uh, So one person wrote, how can I be so accomplished? I'm about to graduate, and I can barely get an internship. Hmm. I think really utilizing who you know, looking around, and I mean, obviously, depending on what industry you want to go into and uh, where you live currently, like if if you're living in, I don't know, Colorado, and you want to be in entertainment, you're probably going to have to move to New York or LA or any of the the other cities right now that are big in that field but I mean to make it more brief I think 
looking around at who you know and figuring out ways that they can be helpful to helping you get your foot in the door. And also, you don't have to be at the biggest company. You can be at a smaller company. As long as you're getting good experience and having a good experience, um, that goes a long way. So, you know, it doesn't have to be the biggest studio or the biggest agency. Start small. I I mean, I interned at a super tiny agency when I was in – I don't know, a sophomore in college and like nobody knows what that agency is. And it, it was just another thing to put on my resume. And I did voiceover stuff for them. And it's like, voiceover? I, it was weird. I like, I mean, I loved it. It was super cool. You're doing a voiceover right now. <laughs> I know. Well, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next one. Uh, so you kind of touched a little bit on this one, but I think a lot of our followers wanted to know, you know, what's something that you can do to create good content mm-hmm. and interesting content? Yeah, I mean, I think it goes back to what I said. It's, you the know, white space. be yeah, be specific, um, have a passion for it, take the time to put out good content. Um, I think everything, with everything in life, quality over quantity, um, that's how I like to operate. And I think that that with all of our clients, the ones that are the most successful, are the ones that have a really good balance of like putting out content on a regular basis, but also making sure that the content they're putting out is quality. Um, so Quality over quantity. Yeah. Um, okay. And then the last one is how do you follow trends slash know your market? It's tough. <laughs> I know. I feel like on YouTube, the trends change like every week. Yeah, I rely heavily on our clients, honestly, because they are the best forecast of that. And they this is what they do for a living. And this is what they're in charge of. So I mean, in charge of kind of staying on top That's of a good answer. I know. I feel like I learn about the trends from YouTubers. Yeah. And like, I mean, scrolling through Instagram and there are some other, you know, tools that you can use. But like, I, I'd say just kind of and also I mean podcasts like I ah we're trendy (laughs) that's super trendy right now um but yeah I've learned so much recently through the podcast I've been listening to awesome that's great okay guys so now it's time for our rapid fire question (laughs) okay so what is your go-to brunch spot in LA oh my god I don't really brunch because I horseback ride and I have to wake up in the morning I know (laughs) LA problems that is the most LA thing ever I know so Sam doesn't get brunch she goes and rides her horse yeah Um, what is your favorite pizza topping or toppings I mean cheese cheese and cheese there you go that's easy (laughs) Um, tea or coffee? coffee? I think I know. Yeah, because you don't like Love tea. Coffee. So. Coffee. What is the last text you sent? Oh my do you God. have your phone? Yeah, I do. Let's see. <laughs> Hopefully it's not embarrassing. I bet it's embarrassing. I hope it's embarrassing. Oh, it's um oh no, that wasn't even me that sent that. It's to my mom, actually. Oh, good. Yeah. I said, I will, because she's telling me, make sure you connect me with this person. Work stuff. Our work our businesses are colliding. <laughs> Great. Love it when that happens. Um, sneakers or heels? Um, I love them both, but maybe sneakers. Yeah, I'm a sneaker girl. Favorite TV show right now? Oh, my God. I Like like I said, don't really watch TV because I fall asleep every time I sit down, but I love This Is Us. Oh, I like This Is Us, too. I so cry every good. episode. I had Bachelor, to stop watching Bachelorette, it. too. Yeah. I mean, as my trashier. We just posted night. about that. I love that show. <laughs> um, okay, biggest pet peeve. Oh, God. I don't know. I have so many. I hate people who chew loud. I can't. I I know it's like I have a list, a long. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I take that back. When people call you 
twice in a row it's like that's I saw me. your phone that's call me. I'm obsessive <laughs> with my friends and like my parents yeah with my friends with if, my friends well if my mom doesn't answer my call I would call her 10 times yeah I mean to my parents I'm okay but like if my friend and of course I'm sure I do this to people and don't realize it but like if my friend calls me and then calls me back another 20 minutes later it's like I saw your call I'll I'm get busy. to it <laughs> yeah um okay what time do you get up in the morning uh like 7 30 oh that's good and then favorite emoji. Mm, I like the emoji that's like he's like the one with the party hat on. And oh, he's like that, blowing that's kind of a out. new one. I just discovered yeah, that one. I, I love really it. I really like him. I sent him to like sad Everyone. things, happy things, all <laughs> kinds of things. <laughs> okay. And then last one. What is your zodiac sign? I'm a Sagittarius. Okay. I don't know what that means. Are we? I'm compatible with everyone. (laughs) No, I'm actually not at all, but we're compatible. (laughs) Good to know. Awesome. Well, that was it. Thank you so much for spilling the V with me. Oh, my Um, God. And thank you so much for sharing your story. This was so fun, and I feel like it's really going to help a lot of people who want to enter into the scary, crazy entertainment world. Um, Sam is awesome. Do it. It's fun. It'll teach you a lot of good. You'll get a lot of good experience either way, good or bad. Awesome. So if you guys want to follow along even further, be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can get notified every single time we post a new episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is Spill the Beast.